Hello, 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 and welcome back to the 360 Fail Podcast. My name is Marianne, and I'm your host for today. Okay, a few items of business. First, I appreciate all the love on social media. Please, please, please keep reaching out and tagging me on Insta and Twitter. Podcasters love to hear from their audience. Y'all are what keeps us going. Second, I'm all about simplifying life. So if you don't know where to go to find all my info, check out www.360fail.com. And there you will find everything you need to get my attention, educate yourself, or listen to my latest episode. Now a few personal items. I am smack in the middle of changing my entire life. And that includes my special needs daughter, my barely legal to drive daughter, and the love of my life, who currently is the reason our bills are being paid husband. The headline story, I sold my house in Arizona after 20 years of trying to convince myself I was a desert rat. The backstory, I grew up in North Carolina and honestly, I just want to go home. You can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl. And this city is suffocating me. The plot, we are moving to Tennessee. The storyline is a blank canvas waiting to be written. That's right. I have no plan. No house, no job, no school, no psychiatrist, no friends, no family, no support system, and ultimately, no control over the outcome of the situation. What I can control is how I respond to each step I take in this journey. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Why we, as imperfect humans, think we need to control every little freaking thing on the planet. But we must understand the definition of control or we cannot accurately relate to what Merriam-Webster's online dictionary states. Control as a noun is the power to influence or direct people's behavior or the course of events. Control as a verb is to determine the behavior or supervise the running of. By definition, I am controlling. I prefer to be prepared for whatever situation may come and to control outside events and people who may interfere with my desired goal. I will analyze every possible scenario to ensure the most favorable outcome for all, which in my life generally means choosing the lesser of two evils. Throughout my trauma training, I learned to cope with unhealthy situations by controlling the other person's extent of my abuse. That was to ensure I knew how unpleasant it would be. Learning to be a parent for the last 19 years to a severely mentally ill daughter forced me to control her every move. She required an unwavering structure every day in order to manage behaviors. When I was caregiving for my terminally ill father, I volunteered to control his medical care at home. This way, I knew every detail of information to pass on to the specialists outside the home in charge of his treatments. The outcome of those trials in life in which I was controlling didn't stop any number of possible situations that could occur. It merely minimized the negative impact I was trying so desperately to avoid. Control in this context was more like crisis management because I was scared to death, trying desperately to not make things worse than they already were. But I was still hurt. My child is still mentally ill. 
and my father died. So what exactly did I control if the outcomes were still devastating? The answer? Nothing. What I was actually doing was trying to control my emotions through acts of care and management to ensure that I had done everything in my power to be able to lay my head down every night, hoping there was no sign of guilt or shame. Because if I was in control of the situation and things went horribly wrong, then I had nobody to blame but myself, which is the purest form of delusion. There are things I can do to avoid unnecessary negative experiences, but I absolutely have no control over anything or anyone except myself. Because at the end of the day, I have absolute control over all of me. And that is where this 360 Failed episode was born. So many people of the world are trying to control outcomes, others' behaviors, thoughts, actions, beliefs, and decisions. And humanity is pissed off that nobody is doing what they're being told. Nobody. Not the cops, the politicians, the wealthy, POC, white people, doctors, behavioral health industry, educators, terrorists, Republicans, extremists, Democrats, believers, LGBTQ community, and any other group you assign yourself to. Everybody's just mad. On social media, we use the word influencer as an acceptable way to control products advertised, accountability culture, or cancel culture, also controlling others' ability to live their life, laws, criminal control, religion, moral control, education, intellectual control. Hell, on any smart device, there is a parental control setting. We are all in control of something or someone, albeit with good intent or malicious intent. I get it. Controllers absolutely believe they are more qualified and right in setting the standards of life. However, we should be controlling ourselves before we try to control another. For example, after 20 plus years, I quit smoking cigarettes and vaping almost three weeks ago. The argument could be made that nicotine was controlling my life. But the reality is I was using it to control myself when I was sad, mad, or glad. It was a long time coping skill. Nobody was going to control whether I smoked or not. And then we weren't allowed to smoke inside buildings anymore. Then we had to be a specific number of feet away from a door in order to smoke. And in some places you cannot even smoke outside in the wide open spaces of nature like a beach. Shamed by the medical community, looked down upon by non-smokers, and now they don't even have an ashtray in vehicles anymore. Or you could be fined heftily by a rental car place if they think you smoked in their vehicle. For the love of Pete, what happened to live and let live? If I choose to use an unhealthy habit to assist me through 20 years of literal hell, then leave me alone. But no, they were in control of what I did personally to myself and how it affected others around me. Now, you and I know that's not entirely true. Their perceived control over my ability to smoke 
actually revealed that I am a hypocrite. I quit smoking not because of health or consideration of others. I quit because I am using my voice to be heard all the world over about becoming the best version of yourself by making healthy choices in our everyday lives. Yet here I was smoking a pack a day. Hypocrite. And not just a hypocrite, but one who likes to be in control. I like being in control. Don't you? I just don't like being responsible for the outcome, good or bad. And that is why I have chosen to let go of everything the world and I think should be controlled. Because I want to enjoy the experience, not just the end game. I could recite all of the cliches about giving up control. But my all-time favorite is this. Try not to leave claw marks in everything you hold dear. Because one day, you might have to give it up. And if you don't open your hand, you can't grab on to whatever opportunity comes next. By all means, let's not throw reckless abandon and caution to the wind. We are adults Mm -hmm. with real responsibilities that need to be managed accordingly but not necessarily confined by our desire to control. Moving across the country with no plan means I cannot guarantee that everything will turn out okay. It just means that I believe in myself and my family enough to know that we are going to turn out just fine because we know what we're capable of. We are unstoppable in our pursuit of peace. How many of you are brave enough to let go utterly and completely? I suspect not many of you, which means you probably have some insecurities that are in need of controlling. In that case, you might want to take a look at that. Until next time, peace, love, light, and prayers to each of you. Namaste, Marianne.